The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. All day long, Jesus has spoken to the crowds in parables. When evening had come, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him. A great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was in the stern asleep on the cushion, and they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Jesus woke up and rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a dead calm. He said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? The Gospel of the Lord. Today's Gospel is from Mark chapter 4. Jesus is now expanding his ministry from Israel into Gentile territory. He does so for a particular reason. There is a person in this Gentile territory who he wants to convert, the Gerasene demoniac. He's the one who can't be bound by chains. He's screaming all day. He's in the caves, bruising himself, and he can't get out of his bondage. So Jesus takes his 12 apostles and they cross this sea all the way into this Gentile territory for that single purpose. Now, the demons don't want their territory contested. They have control. And so scholars believe that it's the demons who whip up the wind and the storm on the sea so that Jesus and his disciples would turn back. They say that because of what Jesus says to calm the storm. He doesn't just say, be still. He rebukes the wind. That rebuke is a term of exorcism. The wind is calmed, and Jesus goes to that territory and delivers that man. The demons plead with Jesus to send them into this herd of pigs. The pigs go rushing into the sea, and they're drowned. But that one man who's converted then becomes a great evangelist to his own people. Jesus and his disciples leave the territory, but that one man who has this great testimony, because everyone knew who he was and how he was completely demon-possessed, now in his right mind. And when Jesus comes back to the territory sometime later, there are many now who welcome Jesus. Previously, the owners of the pigs had come and they really wanted Jesus out of their territory because he was interfering with their economy. And now they're rushing with all of the sick and the demon-possessed because of that one man who was converted. Well, in the first reading from Hebrews chapter 11, we have that great story of faith. Now, the book of Hebrews is a homily written out. And as homilies tend to do, they have both doctrine and then also illustrations. So in today's selection, we begin with the doctrine about faith. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by faith our ancestors received approval. And with that doctrine, 
The rest of the chapter goes into illustrations of particular people who live by faith. So it begins with Abel, and then with Enoch, and then Noah, and now Abraham, who is called the father of faith. Abraham is singled out here because of what happened in his life. God called him while he was still a Gentile, still a pagan, out of his family. This is in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Go from your country, your people, and your father's house to a land I will show you. So he has to leave his country of origin, his people, that is the extended family, and his father's house, because he was the firstborn. He would have inherited everything. He would have been very wealthy if he'd stayed behind. But with faith, he goes out, even though he doesn't know, because God doesn't tell him step by step. He obeys and as it says he set out not knowing where he was going and he's the one who then becomes the father of Isaac and then we have this whole beginning of the people of Israel but faith is told in terms of what these people did they looked forward to a city that had foundations who architect and builder is God they lived in tents they didn't consider the promised land to be their final home and it says, all of these died in faith without receiving the promise, but from a distance saw them and greeted them. And they confessed that they were strangers and foreigners on the earth, for people who speak in this way make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. That's what we're called to do as well, to have our sights set on our final homeland of heaven and to be willing to live a life of detachment from things that would bog us down. Now for Abraham, he had to pass that final test of detaching from his firstborn son Isaac when God said, I want you to sacrifice Isaac to me as a burnt offering. And Abraham was willing to do it. And that's when Abraham discovered that he really had faith. That's why Abraham is called our father in faith. As we live in troubled times and we're tested many, many times by all of the divisions and violence going on in the world, let us increase our faith by asking the saints that we have heard about in Hebrews chapter 11. So Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob pray for us.